right soon. You better hurry up. Right. Like, you, you do that every week. You set the tone we, over there. We, music. We, yeah, we just wait for you guys to start so going to get in trouble. I, I welcome the day when we get in trouble for our music yeah, usage. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen's going to come after us personally. Get some uh, some press out of the deal. <laughs> Hello, Nerd Nation. Welcome to episode 49. We're one more away from halfway to a century mark. Our mid-century podcast coming up next week. Mm-hmm. So, Crazy. here we are. We had to do yeah. like some sort of anniversary special. <laughs> so this is our post-Thanksgiving uh Monday night, John, into our weekly podcast, and uh, welcome everyone. Special thanks to all of our uh, Patreon members to help make this possible. Keep it coming. And what's been going on with you guys? Not much. Just uh, been getting ready for Christmas. Pretty wife is pretty militant about getting Christmas out as soon as Thanksgiving's over. So pretty wife is pretty militant. That's right. Um. And so just been working on that, recovering from Thanksgiving. Watched a lot of holiday movies this weekend. So. How we started ours last night. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I haven't, so. haven't done that yet. I just I can't get into that spirit until we at least get into December. So you don't You know, I need that one week. Days. That one more that week in between to lay low and just get ready for the onslaught. I well, hate... No, you better take advantage of the weather for your decorating. I hate... Yeah, I wanted to do that, and it didn't happen, so... Hopefully uh, this week I'll I'll still get a couple more days. I can get some outdoor stuff done. But you were uh, what out in the middle of nowhere, Bloomington for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. McAvoy's. Uh, every other year we rent a cabin of some sorts out in the middle of the woods and decide to hang out with each other what for exactly three days. What exactly they do to you out there? I I just get normally blackout drunk for three nights in a row. So <laughs> a lot of movie watching. Uh, not so much. Because normally I'm up playing with the kids and all that jazz. Uh, but I did catch a couple last night. Gotcha. So. Well, right on. Cool. What was the last movie you saw, Brian? <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm laying the part or laying on the green with the same movie I saw last time we were here. Oh. Which was Justice League. That okay. we still can't talk about because you guys still haven't gone to see it. <laughs> you saw it again, or that? No, was just I just haven't seen another movie. movie since. Seriously, you haven't seen another movie for a week? A week and days, I think. Because, like, I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah we I had like know. the Thanksgiving, and you know, normally if been, it's the same know, movie, it's because you fell asleep watching it again. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've been well. You know, my wife did figure out how to binge watch shows now, so we've been watching a lot of NCIS. It seems like baffles me. You can't binge watch a good show. Burn, <laughs> you know. Take that, Mark Hamill. I have been getting more sleep because I been dozing off in those. Yeah, Hamlin. It's Hamlin, right? Mark Harmon. 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 He's the one on that. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I did see the episode the other night with the obligatory, 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 obligatory football throw <laughs> <laughs> to a kid. There you go. What about you, Vernon? Last movie. Uh, so yeah, so we started watching some movies yesterday. Uh, but the last one that we watched was one I had not seen before. Uh, holiday classic, I guess, called the uh, the Family Stone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Diane Keaton, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Is Luke Wait, Wilson in that. Luke Wilson's in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think I've ever been more anxious Parker. during a white person, like a white Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like uneasy the entire time, and like. Aaron was like, yeah, this is such a good one. And I was just like, 
I don't like any of this. It was Is that the one Craig T. Nelson's yeah, the dad? Okay. It's funny because – go ahead. I, was just, I mean, yeah, it's like everybody gets together for the holidays mm-hmm. and everybody is like the most awkward and, you know, the oldest brother is bringing in this girlfriend that nobody's met before. That ends up with the younger it, brother. Well, and it was – yeah, well, and it's like one, it's like this dude wants to marry her. Everybody is a total fucking asshole in that family. Like they were all the biggest bunch of dicks. I mean, granted, like, Sarah Jessica Parker's character is not that great of a person. She definitely, like, hits somewhere where I was like, yeah, that bitch probably would have gotten kicked out of my house, too. But it was just, like, from the jump, like, they were like, fuck you. And I was just like, I felt bad for her. And it, Now you know what it's like obviously to have your see, yeah. and your aunt. <laughs> like, thank God, like, my girlfriend worked with my aunt before I had to introduce her to her. But it was just, I mean, it was just like, was Jesus Christ, like, do people really, like, do this? Like... Is this how people are? And and, and and it's like, that happened. And then, I mean, spoiler alert, she goes out and gets drunk with Luke Wilson. And they sort of hook up. But then the other fucked up thing is that this girl's sister comes into town, Claire Danes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her to-be fiancé meets her sister for the first time and is like off the bus like, oh, what up, bitch? <laughs> And I was just, and, and then it like continued into like that kind of like, oh, well, I, I know your sister and my brother are like totally missing, but let's, you know, wax poetically that, about Buddhist statues and take a trip down Stars Hollow. Like, is that Matt Dillon? No, it's a, what's his name? Dermot Maroney. Dillon Maroney. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I like, I was just like nervous and uneasy like the whole time. <laughs> So but then that, I did cry a little bit. So. A little bit? Right, get good. there at the end? I do take that back. We did start watching our holiday movies at work. Oh, okay. So I did watch our first uh, was Christmas movie. Lance Armstrong Saves Christmas? No. <laughs> I did watch Die Hard. was our first one up. There you okay. go. See? Nice. So. Aaron and I are both in agreement. That is the quintessential Christmas That's movie. That's a holiday movie for sure. No, we started doing the same thing, and we ran through quite a few of them like on... It must have been Saturday, Friday or Saturday. We just laid around, didn't do anything but watched movies. Um, we watched uh, Krampus, one with uh, Adam, Adam Scott, Scott Tony and Collette. Tony, Tony Collette. And that was fun. I liked it. It is a different Christmas story, but still cool. Right. Um, and then we watched uh, Almost Christmas, which is Danny Glover. Gabriel Union, yeah, yeah. Uh, Monique, and a uh, couple others, and it's you know black family comes home. Mom just died like almost a year ago, and that whole kind of drama, like very kind of not not. It's super realistic n- drama. Like, and this is what I'm gonna hold above. Like, so have you seen that one? I haven't seen Christmas? it yet, but I okay. want I, I want to because I have like I have my issues with white people Christmas as opposed to oh, black yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, totally. Well, see, and here's the other thing I wanted to get at is that the other one that we watched was Love the Coopers, which... Which is a good fucking one. You think so? I Because like it's them. got Diane Keaton in it, and John Goodman's the husband. Wait, maybe. And it's, you know, relatively big family coming home for Christmas, and it gets all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe and I, I think I one. think I enjoyed... It got panned, and I think the reason why it got panned is just the way that they decided to tell the story was just really super awkward mm-hmm. and um 
But I thought it was funny because she was an executive producer on it, so she's trying to, you know, get the story out there. Mm-hmm. But I for- totally spaced the fact that she was the mom in the Family Stone, which yeah. got a lot better reception. But anyway, white people. Am I, I right? I, like, I mean, it's <laughs> just like none of this shit would fly even at a regular white person's house. Yeah, and that's – we, we kind of watch and love the Coopers almost the same way. It's like, this is ridiculous. Why would you not just have this conversation? Oh, absolutely. Or, like, everybody out on the fucking front lawn. Right. And I just, and I said something to Brandy. It's like, this is not the world that I grew up in or seen of everybody gone all year long. And yeah. then you come back for, like, you know, five days, whatever it is, and everybody's in the same house. That Because we happen. all, like, live in town together. Yeah. And it's just, and she's like, well, you know, people live out of town. And it's like, yeah, but everybody lives out of town you know yeah 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 anyway but and there's always like the crazy kid that's in college and he's coming home yeah but you were making a racist comparison it's not rachel but i like i mean it is because it is who's discernibly different rachel 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 okay but no, you you were saying something about I mean, well, like, black I Christmas feel like versus white Christmas. I see like because like, I've I've you know I watch a lot of Christmas movies or a lot of movies in general, and it's just like I always feel like they're more realistic. Like they're the ones that are like legitimately throwing punches when punches need to be thrown. Oh, for sure. They're yeah. having the conversations that need to be had because nobody's putting up with that bullshit because ain't nobody got time for it. <laughs> and it's just oh, ugh. I the, was, I enjoyed the almost Christmas one, the one with Dan Glover, Gravel Union. There's um. What's his name? J.B. Smooth. Mm-hmm. He's in it, and he plays a real dick, and ends up hook, hooking up with this girl at the grocery store, and then through this comedy of errors with Gabrielle Union, she ends up getting invited to Christmas dinner. Right. And she shows up, and like she's keep uh, the wife kind of puts it all together. She's talking about Grandma. You want to meet Grandma? You want me to go get Grandma? Grandma's the name of the fucking shotgun that they keep on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so she comes yeah. at him with that. But, yeah, I mean... You know, I'm, I'm going to try. I don't think I'm going to do your 31 horror days. Oh, you don't want to do 31 days of Christmas movies? I'm going to try to get as many Christmas movies in as I can this year. Do, do, like or a, do, do not. Do like an advent calendar version. There you go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, I got a couple of days you can, you can like out. You can like make a little poster board and, and print out the little theater posters and cut little there openings. There you go. And, and surprise your family. You could here. keep a popcorn kernel in each one, and then at the end of the month, you can have yourself a little bowl for little the bowl, last movie. A little bowl of popcorn. A little bowl of popcorn. Not, well, I'll pop it and then string it around the Christmas there tree. You there you go. Uh, I'm going to try to, like, really... You need to create these traditions now that you have a family. I know. I'm going to try to watch as many Christmas and movies as we can. And usually our Christmas tradition is Christmas Eve, we'll watch Love Actually, and we open up pajamas. We always get each other pajamas, and we'll... Put on our new PJs and watch That's Love Actually. so fucking adorable. It hurts. <laughs> and so Brandy asked me, she's like, is Love Actually still going to be our movie with him? And I'm like, of course it is. It's going to get to a time where that might get weird. You think so? I think it's there now. Because you're definitely going to have to explain that you can maybe change the Rick is a total movie. creep ass and not the standard <laughs> for yeah. what a <laughs> maybe change the movie and still do the the pajama thing I think the pajama thing is adorable well maybe we just do love actually after he goes to bed there you go so yeah when Santa comes around you can have a a lot of jokes just low hanging a fruit. double feature if you will <clears throat> what that was your phone Ted that's connected no 
Oh, you know, I think it was my it was computer. computer. I heard it through the headphones. Weird. Yeah, because the microphone picked it up. Hey, it was him last time. Uh-huh. All right, let's uh, review some box See office. See how that real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, Disney's P- Pixar came in first. Coco came in first. No surprise there. Still only doing 49, I'm, I was a little surprised by that, and that's not as much as I thought it would be. Like, that number seems insanely low. I mean, I pulled 49 this afternoon, and, you know, we're looking at But that was the box just the now. weekend. That wasn't the Thanksgiving was weekend. That, was that... Well, it's total, total gross is 72. Okay. So it came out on Wednesday. That seems a bit So I think the weekend gross is the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Gotcha. And then um, Justice League pulls in a respectable forty million. They, yeah, I mean, they, to go back to back with like similar numbers seems a tad strange, but I mean, both strong. You said you read is doing relatively well worldwide. It's like four hundred million worldwide. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's only doing barely half of that here. And then. Uh, you just can't keep her down. Julia Roberts <laughs> stays in there for uh, number for third uh, with Wonder. Yeah. So so how how do we compare her to our picks? I think that's you two took it. Um, I think I think I got this one. I think you and Ted both got it. Oh, did Ted? Cha- yeah, Ted, Ted changed up at the end. I think. What we got? Hang on, I have to chew that tasty cheese. It the official sponsor of. Mm-hmm. Official snack cracker. The official uh, snack cracker of Nerdspeak Nerd Podcast. Uh, Brian, you predicted Coco Justice League Wonder. Yes. So you get three points, which puts you up to ten. Brendan, you predicted Justice League Wonder Thor. I there's no way I didn't put Coco in there. Oh my bad, my bad. I was looking at the week before. You did Coco Justice League Thor. Okay. So you get two points, which puts you at thirteen. And then I did Coco Justice League Wonder, which is correct, and gives, gives me three points, so that puts me at 12. For those keeping track at home, Brendan is still ahead, Ted okay. pulling in close at second place, and, then, and Brian's still struggling. Brian with a big jump, though. He did. So you're at 13, I'm at 12, Brian's at 10, so we'll keep doing this until the end of the year. Yeah. And then... Um, said we'd pull it quarterly. Right. So we'll have to do something. Losers have to do something to the winner's behest. <laughs> so. Uh, so coming up this week, uh, relatively quiet week as far as uh, new releases. Not a whole lot coming out. Um, which makes it hard. Yeah, it does. We've got uh, The Disaster Artist, which is the James Franco movie about the Tommy... Wisnu or Wisnu? Wisau. Wisau movie, so... The Room. The Room, which, yeah, I don't know. Is ultimately, like, one of the worst movies ever made. For sure. Uh, But it was really interesting that he... Like, it's... We were talking about it a little bit a couple weeks ago, but it's crazy that this movie about the shittiest movie ever made is probably going to do better than the original movie. Have you ever seen the original? (laughs) No. Mm Mm-mm. I haven't either. I mean, I've seen like the trailers and stuff for it, like so yeah. I understand how bad it is. Right. And they uh, they did it on. How did this get made? Right. Uh, another podcast. But as far as this week goes, I mean, I'm pretty sure that is the only thing getting a large opening. 
um, for this week. So, and I don't see that cracking the top three. I don't either. No. So, juggle them, baby. Where are you going? Oh, I definitely don't think Wonder can. Pl- I mean, she is America's sweetheart. I don't think she could pull it out three <laughs> weeks in a row. Open this weekend, Wonder Wheel. But I'm gonna have to go. I have to go Coco. Damn it. Can you move that forward to the screens and showings for next week? Just that little tab. Can't you go to this coming weekend? I thought we did that before. Oh, another wolf cop is coming out, Ted. You forgot <laughs> to tell us that. Yeah, I mean... Brotherhood of Blades Mojo, they don't... Yeah. I mean, none of these I'm are getting... the Shape of Water shape is of water. not getting a bigger release. It, it is, but it gets na- or a wider release in December. Gotcha. Um, the, I think the 8th is when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's when that that goes wide. Like, next the week after, we've got... Week of the eighth, we got more. We got like I Tanya just getting started, Shape of Water. Um, so, but this week is just kind of blase, right? The post Thanksgiving blues. Man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost, tempted to go. Yeah, I'm almost ready to go double down on last week. Yeah, Same I can't. Order? I can't see. I can't see either one of those number two or three spots pulling ahead. But also, maybe all the kids saw it, so maybe I'll go Justice League, Coco Wonder. No way. You're crazy. I'm doubling down. So you're going Coco, Justice League, Wonder. Yep. I don't know about Wonder. Well, that's it's got to be getting long in the tooth at, at this point. At this, yeah, that's what I mean. Like these movies, do, like, but it's been knocking twenty. But, it's been knocking twenty every like, week, right? And it's like they don't like. That's the thing is that it's like they don't have to do much better than these other shitty movies. Yeah. Like nobody's probably going. Like I mean, sure they are going to go see Thor, but like not very many people are going to go see if Thor. Thor could pull a upset over over Wonder. Yeah. Hmm. Indeed. Going with my first. Going with my first. First yeah. instinct. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna go Justice League. Coco Wonder. That's so wrong, but I gotta switch it up. Ted, what are you thinking? Uh, I think Coco stays number one. Um, because everybody who didn't want to go because all the kids were gonna go is gonna go see it. Um, man. Then I'll go Justice League Thor. Okay. Real toss up this week. No kidding. I think Brian's gonna come out on top though. You think it's just gonna repeat? Oh, it'll be interesting for sure. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we got some new trailers this week, Brendan. 
Yeah, so we did get a trailer for a new animated feature with Channing Tatum called Smallfoot, which is a reverse telling of the Yetis, <laughs> essentially. I can't wait for this one. It looks pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, it's a bunch of Yetis telling the terrible tale of something called the Smallfoot, which is us, and how clean we are, and how we only have hair on our heads, and our tiny ass feet. Tiny, tiny feet. Minty fresh breath. So, yeah, and our minty fresh breath. So that looked pretty funny. Uh, and we got another one for Paddington 2. Now, Ted, yep. you kind of geeked out hard on this one. Well, the first Paddington movie, which I saw just because like, the kids were over or something, it was quite a joy. Really? It was very good. I liked it. And I remember you know, a lot of it from reading the Paddington Bear books when I was a kid. And so... Neither one of you two had seen the first one, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So with the second trailer, got a little bit more of a story trailer, I uh, I put that on there just because I thought it was pretty good. It looks it looks fun, looks good, quality family picture. Okay. Which, you know, I've got to be on the lookout for more now. now I guess so. you do. That's just... Ugh. You're going to have to put up <laughs> with a lot of bullshit. I will not put up with that fucking bald-headed Caillou kid, though. <laughs> that shit will not happen in this house. Uh, that's funny. Um, and then Canadian bitch. <laughs> uh, but then we got a uh, more <clears throat> more story focused trailer for uh, Ava DuVernay's A Wrinkle in Time take with Disney. Yes, um, I still can't quite get around this. Why? I don't know. The casting is setting me off. Is it Oprah? Does Oprah bother you? There's a couple of them that bother me, honestly. Okay, such as Oprah and. Oh, is it Mindy Kaling that bothers you? Is it? Is it the that, little black girl? Is it the half no, black girl that no. bothers you? <laughs> and here comes our racist. <laughs> <laughs> Not said anything. Now there was somebody Good else the else CW's got yeah, yeah, Zach Galifianakis bother you? No, I like him in it. Of course, um, the white guy we mentioned—he right, loves. Yeah, He's Greek no. though. Huh? What about? Uh, <laughs> no, there was somebody else in there. That just Reese seemed... Witherspoon? She bother you? No. She bothers me. Well, she bothers me in everything. But yeah, that's yeah just maybe. Cause... Stanley Tucci seems to be playing that weirdo, goofy role now. I thought that was John or um, Michael Pena. No, Tucci's in there with the red eyes. Oh, I, yeah, I thought that was Michael Pena. Pena? Yeah, I thought that's who that was. <laughs> What? We'll take a look Maybe, at it again. Yeah, please. Can we? Please do. I'd love to watch that again. That's anyway, a, that's a keep... hard one to confuse one another with. Yeah. Now, you were all jacked about the first trailer. Yeah, because I thought it looked really good. And, I, you know, I love Chris Pine. Now, is this a remake or the first go with this? Cause I, I mean, they did a bunch of, like, TV versions of it. And, like, I think I've read after this school book. Special. Really? I think I, I read think this so. book. You, like... Every kid that was born in the 80s, probably until, like, 2006, read this book in, like, fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And, I mean, it's it was a great book. It was one of my first ventures into, I never like, sci-fi fiction. Really? Like, sci- like written sci-fi. You've heard of it. You've read it. There's no way you got through St. Michael's without reading it. None of this rings a bell. 
Maybe that it. Uh, no, I think now that yeah, I, now yeah, that you yeah. freeze it, it does look you like Michael Pena. I didn't say anything. Eat a I, dick. I didn't know which one you were talking about. So. That going fast in the trailer, it looked like Tucci, but you slowing it down like that definitely looks like Michael Pena. Oh, there's only one way to wait. Just keep going. We got the names coming up right now: Oprah, Reese, Minika, and Chris Pine. Uh. Yeah, maybe it's just Oprah. Could just be Oprah. Well, it has like that end of the trailer felt a little better, but like it has almost that kind of uh, that Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I'm talking about the crappy Tim Burton. Yeah, Alice the team, the Tim Burton kind of effects and stuff. Team. I don't know. The uh, yeah, I mean, it's a Disney live action movie, so it's going to look like Alice in Wonderland. It's going to look like Tomorrowland. Uh, who's that right there in the cast listing? Okay, you're right. We were just fairly certain that it was Tucci. Uh, you were. I didn't say anything. Oh, it's Minnie Kalik. That's who I was like. She doesn't seem like she fits in there. Hmm. It's because they're not white. <laughs> and it's not. I watch her show every week, even though it's not even on prime time anymore. I love her. I just, she didn't seem to fit. But, you know, the movie, maybe it makes sense. Yeah, I think she'll get it. It's like a weird combination of, like, people who are comedians and talk show hosts and starship captains and starship captains <laughs> yeah she was in slight oh she was good in that okay she looked like the little girl from that beast no she's well okay yeah. okay cool moving on so first in line for this not like no. first in line but definitely would love to go like opening weekend yeah yeah it almost seems to be like definitely not worth a reread quite, before going to. Not quite um, young adult teen. Yeah, but it seems to be like a eleven, twelve year old audience. Uh, right, like like well, uh, the overall the, like theme uh, of the Ender's book. Game. Yeah, like the overall theme of the book is very teenagerish, but like the ideals presented within it can be pretty adulty. Like hard to wrap little, your head around, not like adulty. sexual. I mean, is it? Are you saying that like it's like Lord of the Rings or Narnia, where there's like so many layers and? Oh right, where it's like at the end of the day, the assholes are trying to get the ring into the mountain, but it's a true story of friendship and what it takes <laughs> to work together as a team. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, move on to some movie news. Brandon, what's going on in the world of uh, DC? Not too much since JL came out. Um, they seem really? to have been Not, pretty. Nothing quiet. about Justice League. Everything's perfect in that world. I mean, I, like, yeah, obviously, we've talked. Like, when we talk about the box office, how like not hot it's doing, but uh, did get some other movie news. Uh, Billy Batson's been cast. Uh, oh, yeah. Angel Asher from some Disney TV show. Right. That was you. No, it wasn't. You got the notification and it made the sound. I'm on silent. I'm on silent. It's you, you (laughs) (laughs) Over here, mad dogging everybody that makes a damn clicking sound. Anyway. Focus. uh, Yeah. He's been cast as Billy Batson, so he will be the younger version for, or the actual person playing Shazam. Zachary Levi is playing. So, and uh, I don't know. He seems okay. I don't see why he can't do it. 
So, but yeah, and I, like, yeah, I did. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Justice League, apparently Deathstroke is in an in scene credit, right? Because they have been blasting that photo all over the place. Just kind of. You heard what the two stingers are? I've I don't know what they're about or what gets said. I just know that Deathstroke is in one of the stingers. Gotcha. Yeah, stay away from those. Yeah, spoilers exist. And then there's a lot of a lot of issues with people uh, about the fowing out of the mustache. On yeah, that soups. I, I so that was, it looks absolutely. So horrendous. I didn't want to. That was one of the things I want to talk to you about, but I didn't want to like say it because then it really, you know, spoiler, no. we get Superman. But I mean, it, everybody knew we were getting Superman, so I don't know if it was that big of a spoiler. Well, we were all speculating it was a different thing. I kept saying we were getting. Superman. I think you, you did. Were, like you, you were, were flat out. It's Supergirl. It's Supergirl. No, I was. That was fucking him. So it was like so the VR picture or the hologram is Superman. It's not. Do you want me to tell you? Hold on, no. Wait. Okay. It's not even in it. Uh, there, yeah. Are you fucking kidding? No, no. The two scenes that you and I argued over the yeah. most, who the fuck is he looking at? Yeah. And who is Alfred talking, talking to? to? Not, not in even movie. in the fucking movie. Oh my. F- go fuck yourself, DC. <laughs> I'm going to rail you half, every week on my new segment. Half the shit in that uh, sizzle reel that they did for Comic-Con isn't in the movie. Is that why Snyder's pushing? Because that came up this week too that, that Zach, there's a Zack Snyder cut there's not there well there is and Zack Snyder's like behind getting that pushed for like push for it there's well he may be saying that he wants to cut the movie his way but well, yeah there's well, not all there's that not footage like, is there's clearly not an used. existing cut out there so so what what was the deal with the must why couldn't he shave because he he's doing production. Mission Impossible 6 okay and apparently he was and they under contract with them to have the mustache for this yeah. character, whatever he's doing. And Warner Brothers offered to Paramount that we will pay for the mustache to be added back in post-production. And they were like, no, fuck you. And so... Because they came back in and filmed reshoots. And he had the mustache. And he had to have the mustache, so they right. had to CGI it out. I tell you what, the only times that he isn't CGI'd out is when he is Clark. All the Superman stuff is horrific. There is something wrong with his face, and it's not just the mustache area. It's the whole thing. Like, yeah. The entire time, I'm like, did he not really do this? Did they just CGI this well, character? Why can't we just get Superman a beard at that point? It's a lot easier to put the hair in than it is to take it out. And so that's why they went back, Universal went to him and said, hey, can you, or one of his brothers went to him and said, hey, can we just add it in? And they are like, no. He's under contract, so he's filming. Well, the whole thing looked wrong, like around his head. So I was well, yeah, because you're not just doing right here; you're doing all of this because he's moving his head and he's well, talking. I I walked away from the movie going, you know what? I bet they originally were doing the resurrected Superman with the beard and long hair, yeah. And, the and then they then they changed their mind and went in and cut it out with CGI. Well, and then also at that point, I didn't know about this. There's a couple of scenes where I guess they the reshoots for that they always show is like Aquaman and Batman talking. Uh huh. And, like, the CGI for him is horrible. CGI for who? Aquaman. Where he's, where he obviously, like, his head is not on his, doesn't line up with his body. I didn't really catch any of that. The Aquaman what? was pretty clean. Yeah. Why couldn't they no, just no, no, reshoot but, that? Because they had him saying something different at that point in time. There were a couple things where, you know, you're he's talking and they're filming from behind him and he's talking and that didn't sync up just right. 
Yeah. Cuz you know you won't, you don't really see their mouth but you could see the jaw moving and you you know that was definitely dubbed over and it, it was it was rushed. Like yeah, every which is fucked up because it's like they've been working on this goddamn movie for well, six you know, years. Snyder dropping out and everything. Who knows what happened? But the like everything needed to be rendered further. Ugh. Yeah, that that was the uh, the big thing. So, but I just didn't understand why they just couldn't give Ted, up come the. On. I'm sorry, I can't control the fucking website. You roll over it and you're asking for no, it. No, it always comes up. I just don't understand why he couldn't have just shaved, waited three days, and then gone back, you know, and yeah. had a mustache. I'm sure they had a, a filming break where they he could have shaved, gone and done his thing, gone, you know, waited a week and Read brought that. it back. But yeah, I just that's insane to me. But everything, you know, the, the Stephen Wolf needed further rendering. Good. I mean, there's more to talk about that. There's, but yeah, the the if you get past all of that. And get boiled down to the story and everything, it's all really pretty decent. Um, and a lot of people I know have been saying good things about it that aren't big superhero fans or anything, just went and saw the movie and yeah. really liked it. Hmm. But there's some stuff we would pick apart. And I hope to if you ever go see it. Well, yeah. I think we're going to go see it. Well, I'm going to go see it this weekend. I don't know okay. what you can work your schedule. So Much longer. It only cost you a buck. Yeah, no shit. Get there soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Just spend a day at the dollar fifty movie theater. Anything going on in the world of Star Wars? Nothing new. Not, nothing coming up. Not a lot going nothing on. Anybody's excited about? I mean, yeah, the excitement's building. There's stuff coming. Two weeks, out. bitch. <laughs> We're two weeks out. Um, but it's also you know this is when everything kind of quiets up and yeah. I think Tops has been releasing a different character card online every day. Uh, for the last 15 days so you know it's like phasma was up today and nice so they'll do I that God, she actually does something in this movie you think she takes her helmet off i don't even care i just want her to do something yeah she really didn't <laughs> she was nothing. my fucking jar jar for episode eight like <laughs> my god or seven so yeah just i you know i really poured over a lot there's some spoiler stuff that i don't want to talk about from some 10 minute viewing in mexico at a press conference and yeah that stuff's starting to hit the webs now but i don't want to dwell into that stuff at all over the movie i i'm happy seeing the two trailers i've seen and that's all the more i need yeah footage wise yeah i'm really looking forward to this one i think more yeah. so than the other first one the force yeah. awakens so I'm really fucking shitty. Those two scenes are not in Justice League. <laughs> Dude, I was like... I heard that today, and I'm like, he's going to be so mad. I walked shitty. out there, and I'm like, that Alfred scene wasn't there. Where's the Alfred scene? Motherfuckers. I yeah. want answers there's, to that now. <laughs> there, I, I guess there's a whole lot of stuff that we have seen along the way. Like, it always happens a little bit here and there with, like, Marvel movies, where it's like things, you know, shift or whatever, but it's never, like, plot pivotal moments. Well, here's the thing. You know, Superman doesn't come back in a way that fits... With it being him. Uh, Whoever uh, I'm talking to. I think you're just wanting him to go, making him want to go see it more. Yeah. I'm going to go see it tonight, whether the girlfriend <laughs> wants to go or not. That's it. I'm leaving right now. We're going. So, yeah, we're going to abstain from, uh, you know, publishing any more spoilers for the movie and let everybody uh, see it in a couple weeks. All right. Nothing else, though, out there just yet? Okay. Nothing. What about you and Marvel? We've had some pretty big news weeks. Well, the big news today, we got um, some Vanity Fair covers with uh, Avengers Infinity War. 
and everybody's wearing black. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like um, it was before they decided what the story was going to be in a way because they all just kind of look a little little off. Yeah. I mean. Like I, I just threw out like a slew of questions when we talked about it earlier in the Nerdspeak text message. I mean like spoilers, you know, Thor has his hammer back and an eyeball. Whereas at the end of Ragnarok, he has neither. And then Captain America doesn't have a beard, and he's wearing his Winter Soldier outfit, not the black one that we've seen in the um, concept poster. Yeah. Um, Baby Groot is on Drax's shoulder. We get Baby Groot instead of Teenage Groot, which Teenage Groot was in that concept picture. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that looks like a iteration that's to the movie is Hawkeye because everybody's yeah. been teasing that we are going to get Ronan or that Hawkeye's going to become Ronan and he definitely looks different I thought it was interesting that they um, included his wife Linda yeah Garlini uh, Garlini I the Thor just that doesn't even look like that's his head it doesn't like a lot like a lot of them look really weird like that but, I mean, you know, she's not really leaning on that chick. That's just her. That's probably from a Guardians poster or that's, something, you know? And that's Star-Lord from the first movie. No, because you can see yeah. his sideburns come in like they do on the second one. Yeah. It was just, yeah. And, like, I don't think, like, Black Widow does not look good with blonde hair. It's supposed to be silver. I don't think that's her hair. I don't think that's her head on that body. I mean, it's her head, but I don't think. The two are the same. Yeah, I don't. It was a very strange release of photos, but then also came like the covers, which looked decent. Yeah, well, yeah, we're looking at the Vanity Fair photos, which we didn't even know that Michael Douglas was going to be in this. No, uh-uh. and apparently he is. Um, Don Cheadle's back in the War Machine outfit, so that means you know his rehab must be going good. Um. Well, it would be somewhat easy for him to, for Tony to make that thing, sure, his legs to walk yeah. around, yeah, you know, totally. anyway. Here's the thing that I don't get. You're going to take the time to CGI in a raccoon around Stan Lee's legs, right? Uh-huh. But you're not going to take the time to do away with the trapeze wires on Wasp. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like Bucky Barnes' hair is longer, and he has his arm back, but there's still a red star on it. And it's like, why would you carry around that propaganda? Are we going to get Wong back? Wong yeah, should be Wong, in it. Wong's in it. So, I don't know. It's just very interesting. And then the covers are just odd groupings. Yeah, because it's like, what, Black Widow, Iron Man, Thor. her hair is Thor, definitely blonde there. Yeah. And Falcon. Then the next one is... Cap, Vision, Hawkeye, Rhodes, and Wasp. You don't have Wasp and Ant-Man on the same picture together? Right. But, I mean, that's the same... And Rhodey's got all new armor. That's the same Captain America picture that... Is on the other one. On the other like, one. that's what I mean. Like, none of these pictures look like they were taken for this magazine. It looks like they just said, hey, guys, grab your costumes, jump in, we're going to take some pictures. And uh, what's up with the, the Ruffalo's hands? I, in both of them, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you get it. You're transforming. I mean, is she 
Scarlet Witch just looks like somebody beat her in the head or something. He, like that wig. Like it looks like a bad wig. I don't know what is up with this because normally Vanity Fair like does, like they gave us just those like. Is that why Widow's hair is changing? Because that would be Widow's hair if I it wasn't know. on Widow. But it's like we have those gorgeous Star Wars pictures, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we get this. But to me, this all looks like stuff that was laid out a year ago or even yeah. months ago. So, and also in Infinity War news, the Russo brothers put a big old three yeah. out there, <laughs> like a like a Sesame mascot Street. three. <laughs> yeah, it's got arms and legs and eyes. Uh, so this is speculation that we're going to get the trailer on December 1st in three days. So, fingers crossed. Maybe it's on the 3rd. It could be on the 3rd. It could be three weeks from now <laughs> that we get the trailer. Or it could be... It could be three months from now. Three months from now. Mo- nobody knows why they put a 3 out there, just a 3. So, we'll see if they do anything tomorrow. Unfortunately, um, it wasn't three hours or three minutes. So. Right. And then, um, relatively quiet elsewise. I mean, obviously, once that drops, that's going to be pretty big. They put the first uh, 15 minutes or so of the new season of S.H.I.E.L.D. online for everybody to watch. And I think that's kind of good. Gets people back involved. It reminds, you know, hey, we can do a halfway decent TV show. Uh, dude, this, I mean, this are new we, season looks awesome. Done with Inhumans at this point? Yes. It's over, right? It, I'm right. fairly certain, yeah. Did okay. you watch it? Oh, yeah. The whole thing? I think so. If the last one was the last one, it was a weird, just kind of abrupt ending, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was it, so... Um, the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting was that there are some rumors that... You remember the Deadpool uh, teaser trailer where he's doing the Bob Ross thing? Yeah. <laughs> And then he cuts back, and there is, um, like, red and blackish paint, like, on the painting. Uh-huh. And it kind of scares him at first. Yeah. Somebody has pointed out that that looks like a big big person with arms and legs. And, you know, my initial thought was that it just kind of looked like the Deadpool logo. Uh, yeah. But somebody's saying, no, it's not that. It's it's a, a rather large individual with arms and legs. And I guess the rumor going around is that Juggernauts might be the big bad. And I guess that kind of falls in line with some of the other stuff that we know about the story. So I'm about to rewatch that. Kind of kind of kind of maybe teasing that or not. So we'll see. Also, that of uh Agents of Shield is 2 hours long. Oh, the premiere, the premiere episode. Nice. That's how you do it. Um but that's uh kind of about it for uh Marvel right now, okay. so. But uh, let's get into our main topic of discussion this week. We're doing our our monthly director uh, topic, and this week we're going to do, or this month we're going to do Spielberg, Steven Spielberg. That is not to get <laughs> confused with Kevin Spielberg or Soderberg, or <laughs> um, because he's got uh, the post coming out for Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're going to get into it. Um. Brendan, what are your top three Spielberg movies? This was so hard, and I feel like I'm going to piss a lot of people (laughs) off. But I'm going to go with Hook, Jurassic Park, Hook, and AI, Artificial Intelligence. What? I love that movie. Are you serious? Oh, what a 
soul jerker of a movie that is. I loved that movie. It yeah, it's that's rough. Honorable mentions obviously being E. T. and the color purple. But those per- for me personally, those are my favorite. Wow. I no I you know Now AI gets dogged all the time. It absolutely it and I have no idea like why ultimately. Like you like that movie was just it was emotionally gripping. It was a good story. It was emotionally draining. That uh, was not just gripping. That that major heart hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was too much of that, right? I just I don't know. I mean, it was good. It just wasn't you're talking about the one with Haley Joe Osment and yeah. Jude Law and the teddy bear. Really? Yeah, dude. In your top three. It, I loved that movie. That's this one of those motherfucker movies. made Jaws. I get it. And you're putting AI in there? I had an interesting story or an interesting uh, conversation with my girlfriend recently about Jaws. Uh, and so I thought it was kind of funny that you brought that up this week. Uh, I'm... I'm, you guys keep going ahead. I'm going to see if I can find verbatim what it was she said. But I fell out of my chair laughing my ass off. It was so funny. So, yeah, that's my top three. Ted, what are yours? Uh, my top three are more um, defining movies that are... That are critically acclaimed because no, everybody's I would supposed say, to like them. I would say the Keystone. How original, Ted. I would say Keystones of the... Cinema Universe, um, Jaws. The uh, uh, I'm gonna go Jaws, Schindler's List, and then I was debating E.T. and Raiders. I'm having a hard time between the two, and I think ultimately I I land on E.T. Really? Yeah. Think of your life before Raiders, and then you see Raiders. <laughs> think of your life before E.T. And then you see E.T. Yeah, I just think the E.T. influence reaches further than Raiders. What? And and plus, Raiders gets... You don't have an E.T. 2, 3, and 4. No, but you also don't have E.T. hiding in a fucking refrigerator. You. <laughs> that was the smartest thing he could have done, given yeah. that situation. <laughs> just stop. Those are my three. What are your three, Brian? Actually, I have a 10. Well, we're going to go three. We're so. doing three. i tell you what, this worked out really well. But I'm going Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I mean, again, I'm taking the same kind of approach Ted did. I mean, and that that was my Jaws or Close Encounters. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of things that really kind of changed things, made things different, moved things forward. And then I went Raiders, number two, Jaws, number three. Wow. All early work. Actually, the top five, when I looked through this whole list, mm-hmm. were, when I first started my list, it was Jaws, Close Encounters. It was the, the those five movies in a row. He did some, like, pre, you know, student directing things before, what was it, Jaws? Yeah. But then it kicks in with Jaws, and those top five, those next five movies he does are his best five movies. And then, well, I mean, best by certain standards. I mean, when you get into the Schindler's List, the Saving Private Ryan's, you know, those kind of things, those are fabulous movies, but they, you know, they didn't speak to me as much. I, 
I, I tend to go away from the movies that really make me feel like shit, and I like to go to the ones that <laughs> make me feel better. So Whatever, man. Good. They make you feel something. Yeah, I don't need to feel something. But I did go a full 10, which then went into E.T., Always, 1941, Minority Report. Always. Last always Crusade. Loved, always loved. Always a great movie. Uh, Catch Me If You Can, and Lincoln... But. See, like, Catch Me If You Can is another good one I liked, but it just wasn't up in the top. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily top for me, but but it's a movie that I really, you know, like of his. I just, man. I mean, he's got a big chunk of work, and a lot of it is, you know, Oscar-winning stuff. I'm going to I'm gonna be, to me, I think Saving Private Ryan was probably his last good movie. Like, not saying that everything else that he's done has been crap, but to me, I mean, Saving Private Ryan is probably the last one of his top shelf movies. So far, yeah, I mean, yeah. And you're talking like, you know, Criterion Collection type stuff and things like that. But Here we go. (laughs) But I, I really like, I mean, Minority Report is like one of those other kind of ground changing, kind of the way we do movies now. No. Really? No. Minority Report? Dude, we didn't have computers that you touched in midair until Minority Report. Now it's in everything. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. I'm going to call That didn't exist until Minority Report. I mean, go back and watch You're crazy. that movie. I'm going to, yeah. Go, send go rewatch Minority Report and then tell me what you think. No, I mean, I, I've seen it recently and yeah. that technology was on its way. Just because they sh- showed it in a movie doesn't make it. Well, no, but that's I mean, the reason it, why we it, have but it. But I thought it was a well done movie. I'm not saying that it's better than Saving Private Ryan. I agree with you okay. from that point forward. I would put that on his mid-level. Yeah, yeah, his mid-level, his his good his good filler stuff. All right. So what what does what does the wise Aaron have to say? Uh, okay. Now everybody remember this is also the same girl who sides with Iron Man in Civil true, War. True, true, so. true, true, too true. Uh, <sighs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I so I, okay, sorry, I found it. I I had created a cocktail that she like was in love with and I had and it was only like for the month. And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm working on this new cocktail or whatever." And she's like, "No, but that's like the one you did is like the best one ever." And I was like, "Yeah, it's much appreciated, but I was like Spielberg had to make movies after Jaws." And she drops this fucking bomb that says <laughs> Jaws is like the least awesome of all the Spielberg movies. <laughs> The least awesome. Yeah, and I said, I said, one, what? <laughs> <laughs> Two, and then, let's see, she, uh, or I was like, I definitely thought you, like, I know it's a scary movie, but I thought you could handle it. And she said, I can watch and handle it for sure. It's just not my favorite. She's like, it's just like, don't go in the water. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and this is why I love you so much. Yeah, yeah I do like her a little bit. I'll give you that, but it's more so about trying to get the shark after going in the water. Mm-hmm. No, I okay. So Jaws because it becomes a standard, like other movies. Well, that was a big, huge push in filmography. I mean, making this robot shark, making yeah, well, like yeah, that had never and been done. and the and it was like some people consider it the big first first person summer. Well, no, the big well, first summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. Oh. Now, I know it didn't come out in March. No. But this is when summer was really summer. And this is summer when summer was summer. And but it was like the first big, hey, people go to the movies in summer. Yeah. And and I think 
watching it now, now granted it's not one that you can watch over and over like really close but you take a couple of years apart it still scare the shit out of you I mean I remember watching it with your mom like when you lived in Franklin and there's still those gotcha moments ah really yeah I don't know I mean, it was kind of one. It was also one of like the first ones to use that like first person perspective for like horror movies, wasn't it? Like, like shark, wasn't that the big perspective? Thing? <laughs> first shark? No, like the yeah, no, like the first where and that was why they didn't like create such a big shark all the time is because a lot of his scenes where right. he's in are his perspective right and i and or what if is he had eyeballs on like the front of his head the, the shark is actually on screen for less than two minutes or something like that yeah in the whole movie and it goes around scaring the crap out of you right exactly I mean, yeah more so mm-hmm. so but i mean to me that that that's a standard that a lot of other people movies whatever tried to live up to or try to that's the bar they try to hit okay so that sets the bar et because just the global dominance when that thing came out and there was so many knockoffs and so much other people trying to do the same thing, grab Mac that bar. Me. Mac and me. <laughs> is a very good example. Now, how do you think they failed so hard when that video game came out with Atari? Because <laughs> I just watched that Goldberg's episode. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> and what? I'd never seen what? it. I'd never seen like on-screen play of it. No. Shoot. Sorry, guys. I'd never seen Earth it like played like on screen before. Like I'd always just heard the tale of like how shitty this game was. <laughs> was oh, dude, it starts and off was, like, and you're just like boom in a pit. Yeah, boom in a pit, in a pit. And you're just pit, like in a pit. what the fuck? Like, am do I you supposed get to be out doing? of that pit? No. You try, you try, and you're just consistently stuck right. in this and, pit. And the thing of it is, it's like you get out, and then you're on like this much land, and then like if you tried to move, you in the pit. I remember, you I remember you playing that game. It. it was so awful. Yeah. And we tried so hard to find what was good about that game. Yeah. You know? I just I just remember playing it like just trying to get per- past that first level, that first screen yeah. took forever. That's insane. It's the unknown. We are more afraid of what we cannot see in Jaws than the shark. Damn. Wise Ginger advice from knowledge. Mama Johnson. Dropping knowledge. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely horrible. I think it's so. the shark. <laughs> so E.T. just the standard. I mean, that is another one that is the bar. And then Schindler, Schindler's List is like the definitive World War II movie. I mean, and you, it, it's hard. This is going to sound bad because of the, the subject matter, but it's hard to find bad things about that, you know? It, it, is it another? Sure, <laughs> uh, is it because the like? Is it because of the genre? Is it another like Keith Ledger thing where you don't want to find anything bad about it because it's a guy saving Jews? Um, no. Like, could Bobcat Goldthwait make a World War Two movie about a guy saving Jews and it be considered a good movie just because of the genre? No. For the no. subject? No. I, no. Uh, there's definitely... The, the handling of the subject is what makes it great. Right. Okay. Yes. So it's... Yeah. yeah it's it could that. be a bad movie. I just... Definitive World War Two movie seems a bit much. No, I wouldn't call it a definitive well, World War Two. I think it's more about the... Definitive... Holocaust movie. Holocaust movie. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. Thank you. 
I mean, Wonder Woman's a better World War II movie than that. It's a World War One. That movie. was a World War mo- One was movie, it? but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it was the there. war to end all wars movie. That's right. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with mine. I don't see how you can make the same argument for the AI. What we have to, well, no, because what we have to realize, too, and like this is the fun thing about all of us doing this podcast, is the nature of where we were when these movies were released and how we were in our lives. Like, you guys had E.T. change you because it was the first time that you guys got to see something like that. So AI gets a 7.1 on I don't M-Diba. fucking care what IMDb says well, I'm just trying it. to, you know... Anyway, I just and so and AI is definitely like a me movie. Like I do not claim that that is like great for everybody. When, when was the last time you saw it? I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I watch <laughs> it at least once a year. I haven't. I don't think I've seen it this year though. Are you sure you're not getting confused with Bicentennial Man? No, I promise <laughs> I'm not. No, like no, I don't think that movie was that great. It wasn't. I agree with okay. you. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. But they did relatively come out at like the same time, and so I wonder Ish, like yeah. if people shit on it for that reason, no. just because of closure. See, minority that movie was seven point seven. Yeah, like AI for me was really good. I enjoyed the storytelling. I thought the robotics looked neat. I thought the actual like introduction of feelings for a robot was like a really cool take on it. I had never seen anything like that before. Whereas like when ET came out, I'd seen shit like that all damn day because everybody had jocked it. So me watching that in Mrs. Jordan's kindergarten class for the first time during nap time and hearing as a six-year-old boy some younger brother call his older brother penis breath, <laughs> like that was hilarious to me. But it was like you've experienced, you experienced the E.T. dynamic through other, re- other places before E.T. Exactly. Why? And then that, that is why E.T.'s in his top three. And that makes sense. Yeah, like it, it makes sense. I get it. But like E.T.'s not in my top three. I, it's in my that's top why five. you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, is that why I'm wrong? <laughs> Whatever. E.T. was my four. See, E.T. is my fourth. Okay, I think so it's the Haley Joel Om- Osment. Osment thing that I that I did not... Although you know. I think he played it pretty well, I did not enjoy his acting. Uh, he sucks as an adult. That's really I, I, I don't. I don't... That doesn't bug me. So, I mean, the other thing you got to remember with AI, he took that over from Kubrick. Oh, did he? Kubrick was going into doing that movie and died. Oh. And then Spielberg came in and took over. Interesting. So, but yeah. while that has, you know, his touches, it mm. was a Kubrick story, which we probably would have gotten a way different fucking movie if Kubrick was directing to do it. it yeah. Right? But man, it, I like it was it was really cool for me. Okay. I I enjoyed it. And then my biggest problem, Hook? Fuck you, yes, Hook. Hook. Hook, dude. Bangarang. I mean, Rufio. 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 Whipped cream food. Oh, dude. Food fight. You never, like, imagined something like that? Like, that tapped into, like, the deepest part of my little kid imagination. So, out of everything that Steven Spielberg's ever done, you're saying that that is... I will watch that movie anytime, anyplace, anywhere... Anywhere within that movie as to where it is starting. I, have, I can't say that for any of your top three. I think my biggest problem with that movie was the expectations that I had for that movie. Agreed. And then they didn't live up to. But you guys were also like older gentlemen at that time. No. It is a 6.7. Hook? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah. Hook, out, Hook came out when I was 90, 91 when I was in high school. 
Yeah, you were in high school. You were already past your lost you were, boys phase. You were a kid. I was that a child. Totally makes sense. This, yeah. That, that. Okay. Well, take your. You're not a kid anymore. It's take, still. Take a, off your I kid will glasses. still go back. See, and I expected watch it. that movie to be more adult than what it was, where it did try to appeal to both the older crowd and the younger crowd at the same time. I expected it to be a bit more, a little darker. A little darker. I was hoping for a little darker side of the whole story and uh, and more about Hook, and it really wasn't as much. I. To me, hooks on the middle shelf. It's not. How can like? How can you not like that? How can you not like that food fight scene? Oh, it's, it's all genius. good. It's all fun. I mean, ingenious. In it's genius. <laughs> They're it's sitting a... there not throwing around shit, and then he believes that he's throwing around. Oh, it's animal shit. house rank, and it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did a much better job with the food fight. I mean. I'll tell you, Hook to me is on Spielberg's. Yeah, it's it's a middle rung. It's not as worst. It's not as best. Dude, that movie is so good. Here you go. People who also like this, like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> E.T. The Karate Kid. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, all good movies. And then my number two pick was def- absolutely Jurassic Park. I'm ashamed that neither one of you no, had I, that in there. Look, I, that's an upper one. But to me, I'm picking out like the top three of his career, not what means the most to me. I Jurassic, think the, Jurassic Park was so far. Your list is things that are are the movies that connected most with you, or that mean the and most. And those, to I you. think, those are his best movies Did because you read of that connectivity. Jurassic Park before you saw the movie. No. See, if you'd done that, you would really not like that movie as much. That's what I've heard. And I get it. It really jades the movie. Um, there are a lot of movies I didn't even know were books until like years I mean, later. The last one was closer to some of the books than any of the pre- previous ones. Jurassic World? Yeah. yeah. It actually followed Jurassic World. No, wait. The third one was the, the second closest book, to the book, I think. Well, the, the, or the second one was. The, the Jurassic shit. World was really close to the second book, I think. The Lost World? The Lost World. Yes. The Lost World movie was nothing like what the book was. Huh. It was a complete departure from. I put I put Jurassic Park on the top shelf, for sure. It's a damn good movie. I it's agree one hundred percent. And if it's some, on, I'll watch it. It's but... got some serious problems when you go back and you go to the original source. Okay, so but that's not what we're ta- like. So according to you, that's not what we're talking about. Now, why would you not put Jurassic Park then in your top three? Because he's got other ones that. I, I think the, my other three are more defining and more are are I are more defining and they are like I kept saying they set the bar. Whereas Jurassic Park is probably number four or or my three point five because I mean that was that introduced a lot of things. Well, yeah, like, I mean visually, it, it, that visually still looks good. Pra- practical effects with special Those, effects. Yeah, what's the Stan uh, Winston? The Winston House. Yeah, I mean all of that shit. Like outside, like you had. No, I Jim agree Henson, with you. Stan it's Winston. there, but the other three, I think, have a bright or broader net, um, a bigger bar. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Okay, it didn't live up to his abilities i thought it like reached adults children it does have it was a great reach it was a great summer movie it was i mean it was a good it was a good movie i enjoyed it i'll watch that stuff all day long now but i don't rank it in his top 10 mm. his top 10 top 10 
I don't think I've got it in his top ten. You're smoking crack if you don't put it in his top ten. Your high is... I probably could. <laughs> I won't say it because we're on. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I like my... I, I, I guess I was a little too let down by it to, cause to put it in my top ten. I just think, like, I think out of all of his movies visually, those are the top three for me. So you're more of a visual viewer. I am. All right, so what was your top three again, Brian? <laughs> You're a visual viewer. Uh, Close Encounters, Raiders, and Jaws. Yeah, I had a hard time not counting Close Encounters and put Close Encounters in there. See, and like, yeah, like with all the Indiana Jones movies too. Like that's hard because I love like as much as everybody shits on it. Like Temple of Doom is such a good movie. That's my favorite. So what? what, What's your guys' take on 1941? (laughs) <laughs> that's the Dan Aykroyd war movie right John Belushi or John Belushi Aykroyd's in, in, in it John Candy right I mean seriously that. It, uh, so say them again Close Encounters Counters, Raiders and Jaws Raiders and Jaws all See, within, I don't think all within seven years of each other. And what years were those? When released? I first my first go through my first ten, it went Jaws is seventy five, Close Encounters is seventy seven, and then Raiders is eighty one. I went Jaws, Close Encounters, nineteen forty one, Raiders, E. T. I said, Yeah, I could put those in my top ten. Just boom, boom, boom. Really? Nineteen forty one? I'm wavering on that. That that may be my Jurassic Park. I don't know. Nineteen forty one was kind of a different kind of movie at the time. I mean That's, I think it's a wait, little how, underrated. So how old were you in in seventy seven? Ten. Okay. Here, this is what they did. They that sent, makes sense. They sent out the schools. See, now I'm. They sent this contest sense. out to schools for to draw to draw a picture of what you thought the alien was going to look like in Close Encounters and send it in. Really? Yeah. What that did you win? Did. I didn't win. No, what I would was you? I was close. Have Mine had a big collar. No. Like this, but it pretty much looked like the grays, you know. Yeah. I don't remember what you'd win. Maybe tickets or something. But they had us. So, one of our activities in class one day was to draw an alien. And let, mm. so eighty one, you were in high school. No. No. When were when were years again? What were years again? Uh, Schindler's, Jaws, E.T. and Schindler's List. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, timeline and thematically. Well, his, yeah, I'd say his makes sense because that's when, I don't know, you're most imaginative. You're going to get sucked in. And I could, I could see the timeline with yours, besides the fact that Hook's just a bad movie. But Hook's uh, not. I'm gonna, <laughs> we are going to go to war, dog. I <laughs> oh, cannot believe that you think. We'll save it. I'm, I'm so, so, we're talking about I'm him. Fucking, I can I just, I really can't believe that. Did you just get <laughs> yeah, so fuck you. Well, no, what I'm saying, though, is that for both both you two, that makes sense that you're picking your childhood favorites because that's your exposure to them. But they're also good movies outside of Not our Hook. childhood. No, fuck you. That is a good movie. 
I and like you have not told me why that that's a bad movie. Don't think it lands in Spielberg's. Yeah, I, no, you just tell don't me. Think tell it, me why it's a bad movie. You it, keep it's saying not it's not a very good well. Movie. It's kind of overtly cheesy. It doesn't really capture my imagination too much. Not so much as some of the other stuff that he's done. It has Julia Roberts' Tinkerbell. And she was the most adorable little Tinkerbell. Uh, no, no, she's the most annoying. Because she's fed up with this bullshit. You realize that this story takes place like after Peter Pan said, fuck you, Neverland. I'm going to make some dollar dollar bills, y'all. And it's like he has to come back. So he's all like, fuck you. Uh, Yeah, he has to come back. He's like, no, I don't know any of you little fucks. And they're like, dude, dog. But we love you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which when, is what they do throughout the whole movie. Because you ha- because it's Peter Pan, man. Because you have to stroke Pan's ego. You do. That's the problem with Peter Pan. That you have to stroke his ego? You do. Absolutely. Otherwise, he's like, fuck you. I'm going to go collect this money. But they <laughs> needed him. Him. And when he came back. No, he was after Tail. <sighs> That's what he was after. That's why Pan left. <sighs> he was chasing that Tail. I just can't. <sighs> <laughs> I don't call it a bad movie at all. I just no. I'm not saying it it's a bad movie. You've I'm literally you, said it's a bad movie four I'm just times. Doing that to get you mad. Like I said earlier, it's his middle shelf. You're a fucking middle shelf. <laughs> but can you take that away from? Can you can you step back and look at his entire library objectively and not what it meant to you personally? Yeah. Can, yeah. can you look at? Can, okay, can you look at Hook and Saving Private Ryan and t- honestly tell me that cinematically Hook is better than Saving Private Ryan or Schindler's I, List? I didn't fucking like Saving Private Ryan. There, I said it. <laughs> okay, fine. Not Saving I Private I could say that I don't know that I've seen the whole movie. Yeah, right? Like, it's just a long, drawn-out, garbage-ass yeah. war story. <laughs> You're a horrible human being. Yeah, see? Do okay, you know how so, it feels? Okay. So, have you seen Schindler's List? Yeah. All the way through? Yes, yes. Okay, so can you say the same question, but take out Saving I Private can't. Ryan? I can't. I feel like, I mean, like, don't, it's one of those, like, don't get me wrong, Schindler's List is good, but I don't think, I don't think it's as good as people make it out to be because I believe it's very the Heath Ledger rule, where it's like, it's, it is good because It's of, on holier ground. Yeah. Because it's like, you want to trash a Holocaust movie? Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I walked in the door tonight and you said, hey, we're going to watch a movie tonight. Hook or Schindler's List? Ruby-O. Ruby-O. And I'd be right there with him. Uh, That would be tough. Because you can't, like, any movie that you can only watch I'm not denying that, like, you have to be in in a mood to watch Schindler's List. You do, man. That's why I don't think that, that, like... Well, I mean, that's also why Schindler's List isn't on TBS 7,000 times during the week. Right. It's... But you can't deny how good it is. It's a well-made film. No, it's a great... Yeah, it's a very well-made film. Do I think, like, Steven Spielberg jumps out as the director in that? No. No? No. I think it's contrary to his typical directing. It's... Wasn't it, like, his first, like... Gets dark and serious movie. Nah. Had to have been one of them. It's the only one he's won an Oscar for. Is it the only one? I mean, we go from 
Yeah, I mean... And neither one of you racist bastard mentioned Color Purple. I said it was in my top five, you bitch. Color Purple comes before Schindler's List. But that's where, you know, Color Purple's where he maybe starts going after some of those Oscar contenders. Well, I think that's because people... Well, because... He has to. Well, I think people, by that point in time, see him as a serious storyteller. I mean, Amistad was pretty good. (sighs) Yeah. But it's in that Schindler's List vein of, do we really want to talk about slavery again? Uh, right. Well, and it was just like at that juncture. Uh, you know what was fucking terrible? The War of the Worlds. Can we get behind that? <laughs> fucking A. That was, that's bottom shelf for sure. It's got the classic Tom Cruise running, knocking, running into shit. Running, off of it. Right. Running into <laughs> shit while it's all blowing up behind you. No, that, that that's bottom shelf. I think we could put that... Crystal Skull. Ready? He is directing Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah, that looks good. That I'm yeah, excited that for. Looks good. Yeah, Saw that another looks trailer good. for that last time with the movies, and it was really good. Because you know, I love. I love like I love Lost World just for what it is, but it's not going in my top five by any stretch. And that's the second one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the Jeff Goldblum. That's the one when they bring it to L.A. or San yeah. Diego. San Diego. All right, so if we got to boil this down, and we all three have to congeal well, I think, on I think one movie. E.T. for sure, right? Do we all have E.T. in top five? Top five, yes. yes. Top five for sure. Is top five for sure. Do we all have four? Jaws in our top five? No. And you're not budging on that? I'm not. No, I won't. Is Schindler's right. List in your top five? No. No, it's not in mine either. It's Hook, in my Jurassic head. Park, AI, E.T., Color Purple. I no. guess we the only thing we really cross paths on in the top five is E.T. Between all three of us. I think that's just because... It, it transcends all right. our, our time in the sun. So would you say, say E.T. is better than Hook? They're Mr. Texy Texerton. <sighs> See, that's difficult for me. Wendy weighs in as E.T. being number one. And Julia was a terrible tinker. Oh, come on. But I know, like, I know E.T. is, like, her favorite movie. Yes. So I'm not... It's because it's a good movie. I'm not going to win that war. But, like... (laughs) Is it, though? Like, story story (laughs) is good. You cannot... Are you fucking Story's good. A lot of that... Speak and spell and turns into global communication No, I know. Like, there are a lot of, like, really cool things about that movie. And the storyline is great because it is like Two the words first... for you, motherfucker. Drew Barrymore. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Would not exist. It's Reese's Pieces. Without it. No, E.T.'s good. I just... For me personally, I'm not going to say better than Hook. Because it doesn't... It doesn't reach me the way Hook did. I can have my own opinion. It's wrong. Oh, sure. Here we go. And childish, but that's okay. E.T. pulls a 7.9. I see. Yeah, we... I mean, we knew... She was gonna say that. I get it. I get it. I understand it. I'm not shitting on you for saying ET's better. I'm just saying you got to remove yourself and look through it objectively. So I, if we and, and look, I, look at it as objectively, a, if we're I all am. looking at it objectively, is ET really his best movie? No, all I would right. not say ET's his best movie. No, but it's the one that hits our top five. All three. Of it's our the top one that hits all of our top fives because it is a good movie. Correct. Yes. That's all it needs. You don't have Jaws in there, huh? I don't. 
See, that's the thing. I would I would say Jaws is probably his best movie. Period. No way. Given the time and everything that he had to work with, the story, how true it is to the original the original book, it's pretty damn good. I love yeah. you, Wendy. <laughs> Can you okay. always tell it's a Spielberg movie? No. No. He's done a pretty good job at Hook that. Hook is the example. Is that, is, that a, <laughs> is that a good thing? Well, I think Hook and Schindler's List well, is the example. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Is, is that a good thing? I think so. I think it's good to not tie Shows yourself down. Shows his range, yeah. I mean. Because he's done a lot of fucking turds, and he's done a lot of, like he said, like Oscar-nominated movies. Come on, he did. Yeah, we're forgetting Empire of the Sun, the too. Terminal. Oh, Jesus. Which was fucking awful. <laughs> That's bottom shelf. Munich. Munich's actually pretty good. Warhorse. Bottom shelf. That was not bad. It wasn't it w- great. It wasn't great. It was in his bottom third for sure. How about Twilight Zone the movie? He only did like, He did a section portion. of that. He only yeah. did the section. Yeah, yeah. they were all like sectioned out. Oh, kick the can. Yeah, he did just a kick the can. So what do you think? <laughs> Empire of the Sun for Wendy. What sets him apart than uh, from others? Like, our first director that we tackled was... Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. What separates Spielberg from him? Or from other, you know, well-known I guess directors that, is, that we're going to tackle? more of a storyteller. I feel like it is it is always about the story. Where Spielberg... Where and Scott that's why you have... builder. Like you, is yeah. it the story or is it how you tell the story? <clears throat> because if you look at what we just talked about, Especially with with the ones that I picked, mm-hmm. and like Jaws set the bar with <laughs> right. Jurassic Park. The ones Park. were all well, correct. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just using me as an example because I said those were transcending movies. That's every one of. But my hang own. on, let me get to my freaking point. Was that it changed the way that that was done in movie making? Visually, visually, yes, yeah. Visually. See, mine are all story based. Okay, I'll give you that. All of like Ish. all of mine are the, like the main reason why I like all of my top three is the story. Okay, AI especially. Okay, so is okay. So it's, it's the storytelling and not necessarily how you tell the story. Not necessarily how you tell the story, or like granted, he makes his movies look good, which does help because he does have a lot of financial backing. Like he doesn't make a shitty looking movie. I'll give him that. Yeah, okay. like all, like he's a big name, so he does get the kind of benefit of the doubt. I feel like on some of his like projects that like he wants to do, and so like I don't feel like he's ever turned out like a shitty looking movie. Well, yeah, and he also doesn't write any of them. He's telling other people's stories. Yeah, so maybe those are your favorite of whoever wrote Hook, whoever wrote AI. Uh, potentially, then, if you want to look at it that way. <laughs> I mean, you got Steven Spielberg. It's Steven Spielberg that made me love him, though. So I mean, maybe it is wrote, a visually. Okay, story. so so he took somebody else's story and visually made it happen, and, he wrote AI. and told you and 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 conveyed it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the way movies. he told that story. Okay. Then he yeah. wrote clo- he wrote Close Encounters. Yeah, did he write it? Yeah. Is he got it right. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'm wrong. He wrote Goonies, Poltergeist. Yeah, he actually pretty much directed Poltergeist. Now that movie. It's fucking amazing, right? He doesn't get credit. Best. He doesn't get credit for it, but the, whatever his name is, Toby, whatever, yeah. was it was such a fucking disaster by the time, and he was like, "Get out of the way! I'm going to do this in two weeks," <laughs> and nailed it. So, 
and Goonies. Yeah, he was a writer on that too. Is he? Yeah, I figured. Yeah. But anyway, you could tell him apart just from the stories, from the way he tells the stories. I would. Yeah, you could say that. What else distinguishes him? Do you think Brian from others? I. I mean, I think it's his storytelling. I think it's his ability to bring together, you know, some great ca- great casts and just yeah. I mean, it's it, it's really he's a great storyteller from beginning to end. All those the movies that we consider to be his best all have that that certain thing that just the drama, the comedy, not too much of this, not too much of that until he gets into the deep dark shit. Then it's just fucking. Got to film it in black and white. It's so damn dark. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch Amazing Stories? Yeah, I <clears throat> I know I've seen that was the TV show, right? That was, was like, that was like one of the TV events I remember from my childhood. Yeah, like that was everybody sat down to watch that shit. It was like the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Man, <laughs> it was crazy. All right, they need to put that shit on Netflix. Okay, so uh, we're satisfied then? Yeah. We are. You probably aren't. I no, I, I am. I think I think the thing that sets him apart is that he can take good stories and the way he tells them is better than most people. And he does that with special effects, with practical effects, with editing. Mm-hmm. I mean, all most of, most of his movies are pretty, you know, cut really well, so... Okay, let's uh, move on. We get uh, some time for some live trivia and merchandise. Brendan, Mm. you buying anything? No, it's the holiday season now. I can no longer buy things for myself. Yeah, have you and Aaron set up any rules? Like, you can't buy yourself anything? That's what I told. I told her that's my rule, but she also believes in Cyber Monday shopping, so. And that Iron Man was right in Civil War. (laughs) Let's not go there. Wasn't wrong. <laughs> he wasn't right either. <laughs> I'm only gonna let that go so long. That's the point. No one's right in that movie. Right? Well, I finally got this bad boy, which I've been killing myself trying to finally get. It's the Surter Pop. So that leaves me down with the two. Uh, Hella Unmasked and then the 10-inch Hulk and then find out today that they're going to do a Contest of Champions Hulk which <laughs> which is Contest of Champions Hulk it's not necessarily the Ragnarok Hulk it's right it's the video it's, game version of the movie version of Hulk right but it's the same uh, it's the exact same toy just different colors yeah. so we'll see how that goes uh, Brian anything for you? no not really I mean nothing. It's, it's holiday man we gotta stop Stop spending money. Stop spending money and buy for other people. Understandable. You guys excited about who you got? See, I bought a drawing? deck. Oh yeah. You excited about that? With we my did. Draw? We yeah. did do our family draw. Yeah, I was very happy over with Thanksgiving. My draw. That was good. Good. Your mom drew for you since you weren't here. Yeah, and I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Is that person in the room? Nope. <laughs> really? And you yeah. can't wait. I got a good one this year. Is it person in and, the house? And it's not in this room? It's Thor. Is it? Nice. What about you, Brian? I'm happy. Good. All right. I'm not saying who I got. I'm trying to remember who I got. <laughs> <laughs> I had to change mine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I had to change mine due to logistics. So, 
Uh, um, okay, so let's uh, get to our trivia time. Trivia time. Brian's going to uh, throw the names in a hopper, and Brennan, how can people go about getting their name in the hopper? You could become a Patreon member, and your name is entered every week into our drawing. Automatically? Automatically. Uh, You can also leave us a note over on Instagram or Twitter uh, with your name and number so that we can give you a shout. Or you can... Or Facebook. I was getting there. On Facebook, you can uh, send us a DM with all your info so we can call you. Uh, but yeah, the best and easiest way to go about it, and as most winners of our trivia will tell you, that is true because they are Patreon supporters. Uh, that you will have a better t- chance of getting in by being a uh, a Patreon supporter. So you're automatically in each week, so you don't have to sweat the small stuff. Just wait for that phone call. Exactly. We've got a few people online today. We got to add in here. Do we know uh, who's up there? Can you scroll up through that list? Kenzie was up there. Kenzie's in there, yeah. Sorry, got to add in the people who are participating with us live. That's another way to get entered is to be on live Facebook with us when we do this. Uh, It was Ginger, Wendy, um, Kenzie. Kenzie. And then... That was it for a while. Catherine G. Who? Catherine G. Oh, Oh, Chi Chi was in there, yeah. Okay, you know you know how to get older. I do. Okay, mm-hmm. one, two, sure. Make yeah, sure. I don't think you can scroll up. That's weird. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Well, go ahead and uh, Ted. Why don't you let him know when to say stop? Is it going? No, it's not going yet. Okay. Well, hurry up. Yeah, let me know. No whammies. Okay. This sucks. Sorry. Tell me when my pants down. <laughs> what, what are what are people playing for? Oh, they oh yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about this. What, what, what are the prizes? I think, I think we're gonna Sorry. have what a boys and a girls prize. Is this what we're gonna do? Depending on who we call, <laughs> how are we gonna do this? No, I'd say we go for the Luke. Luke. Okay, so we got tonight. We have the real sound talker. Why don't you let him do that while you mess with? Oh yeah, <laughs> please that. do that. The real sound talker with candy inside, like and Ted's you have director. light side Luke Skywalker. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. What do you know about the Force? How did you find him? He will teach you the ways of the Jedi. Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> impressive. impressive. Oh, most impressive. So yeah, so you can eat some candy while talking with Luke. Nice. And then you can use it as a lightsaber. Wow, this is old Pez. This is Pat- Batman versus Superman Pez. <laughs> no, it's Justice League. No, it's not. No, her- here's his Batman versus Superman. <laughs> oh, man, this one's together, Justice League. <laughs> Won't be the first time we poison somebody on this show. Oh, boy. Okay. You good? I'm good. I got the question. I got the people. We were randomizing the numbers. Ted, you're the uh, stopper. The wheel is spinning. The wheel is spinning. Oh, Bryce said poltergeist, but he only direct. He did not direct poltergeist. Eight. Ooh, we got Meg. Meg Miller. Yeah. She might need a little pick me up today. She definitely probably does. R.I.P. Raleigh. Riley. 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 
Better you calling her? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, this is Brendan with the uh, podcast uh, Nerdspeak. Is Meg around? I love Nerdspeak. My favorite nerd. <laughs> How are you doing today? I know it's been a somber one. Oh, I've got a bit of a cold. I could use a pick-me-up, so I get really easy questions. Alright, well I think we can help you out there. This week we were talking about Steven Spielberg movies and which ones are our favorites and our worst. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know maybe which one is your favorite? I mean, you guys are not going to like this, but I'm going to have to put it up there with E.T. and Poltergeist. Poltergeist was not directed by yeah, he Steven it. Spielberg. He wrote it. All right. Well, all right. Well, since E.T. is your favorite movie, this one should be an easy one. What was E.T.'s first word? B, phone, I, or E.T. Wait, say it again. B, phone. Like the letters B, E. Okay, so choice A. Choice A is B. B. Choice B is I. (laughs) Choice C is E.T. and... No, phone. Or phone. And choice D was E.T. D was E.T. Is E.T. a word? So be good. Did you just fart on national television? No, I did not. Come on. What did she say? I think she said it's E.T. Did you say E.T.? Yeah, I say E.T. Mm, unfortunately, the answer to that one was B. Choice A, but the word B. Choice A, but the word was B. Uh, the word was B. I didn't know B. I thought the, the choice is... Oh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Give her another one. Yeah, let's try that again. All right. that, that was a little confusing. Uh, da 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 there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. That one, right? I didn't know B was an option. I thought it was letter B. You're okay. Uh-huh. It was confusing. All right. So Michael, Michael, the older brother, doesn't believe Elliot when he first talks about seeing E.T. What isn't something he says it may have been? So this is something that he does not mention in the movie. Does he say that it... Well... That is a stupidly asked question. Go to another one. <laughs> that is annoying. All right, yeah. And so the choices are leprechaun, iguana, the boogeyman, or alligator. I'm gonna go iguana. It was boogeyman. Dang it. We'll give you one more for good measure. We'll give you one for good measure. We've gone three before. All right. What is Elliot's mother's name? Mara, Maria, Mary, or Macy? Mary. 
You win a Luke Skywalker candy dispenser. You're about to learn all about it. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you for participating this week, and we uh, appreciate you being a Patreon member. Is that correct? Thanks, we do sir. very much so. Thank you. You make ours every month. Love you. Bye. All right, congratulations, Meg. Now moving right along. So, so just to set things straight, Toby Hooper was the director on Poltergeist. Yes. Spielberg gets a screenplay credit with Michael Grass. The story goes that production was so behind and so bad that Spielberg came in and had to set things straight. And even to the point where he should have gotten a director's credit. But they were trying keeping that all behind the scenes. So while a lot of people think he directed it, he did not. So Okay, let's uh, wrap this up with our bar question. Brian, we're you're already wow. Yep. You're at a bar with Steven Spielberg. What is the one question you get to ask him? Holy hell. The one question. What were you thinking when you made Hook? (laughs) (laughs) Brendan? My one question is, why haven't you directed an X-Men movie yet? I feel like he's... He hasn't done any superhero genre movie. He hasn't. He's getting ready... Well, Ready Player One would be the closest, I think. Yeah, probably. But I think he would be the one to do an X-Men film correctly. Really? I do. I think he's got the I think he's got the skills as they say to pay the bills. What about you? Why the fuck did you put him in a refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> Referring I, I mean well, the what, real what question else, there should what be What would you do in that situation? Why the fuck did you make that movie? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I guess that would be the underlying question for the whole thing. In everybody's mind. All right, that's going to do it this week. That is uh, it. That's it. We're wrapping 49. We are. Headed into 50. Turning the corner and going into 50. Join, Join us, us next, next Monday for our 50th episode. We're going to have to come up with something good. Nerd, 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 nerd. Speak, 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 speak. Turns 50. Everybody have a good week. See you, nerds. Hey.